morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's up, what's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. It is August 17th. I'm JL and I'm joined with Charlie. Charlie, it's been a long time since we've done this. I feel like at least maybe a little over a week since we've been at it <laughs> together. No, I agree. We had a couple back-to-backs where we got them, but it's uh, it's it's good to be back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, we've got a great show as usual for you guys, and we'll kick it off with an article on the site about YSL's newest signing, which is Young Thug's nephew, B-Slime. So our very own Mike Boyd interviewed B-Slime a few days ago, and we have a piece on the site that just kind of talks about who he is as an artist. He's a very young artist, one of the younger members of the team, or the YSL team, rather, and he talked a lot about this upcoming project, which is called Hood Voucher, as well as being a dad. So um, we always like to hear the success stories and the personal stories, too. So go check out B-Slime. Keep an eye on his newest project, Hood Voucher, and read the article on 137pm.com. Sports. Yeah, we, we know, Charlie, that all good things must come to an end, but it's always really sad when a legendary athlete retires. And um, yesterday, Carly Lloyd announced her retirement at the age of 39 from the U.S. women's soccer team. Um, again, it's very sad, but it's also a celebration because Lloyd has had 96 appearances for the United States, which is the second most appearance any player has ever put forth in any country in women's soccer. She will be remembered as an all-time great midfielder who had an eye for goal, and she tallied 128 international goals throughout her career, also winning two Olympic gold medals. Her farewell tour will include two friendly matches in September, two in October, and it will be her last game in a United States uniform. So if you're able to, definitely got to get out there to see if you can check out her last few games. I wish I could go. Entertainment. And with that, we'll jump over into an update in the entertainment world. So Spike Lee is announcing a four-part documentary series titled NYC Epicenters 9-11 to 2021 and a half. The legendary director announced his new project yesterday, which is a tribute to his hometown, New York City. Again, it's called NYC Epicenters 9-11 to 2021 and a half, and it is a four-part docuseries which will hit HBO on August 22nd. The next two will air the following Sundays, leading up to a finale debuting on September 11th at 10 p.m. From the official description from HBO, beginning with the ongoing global pandemic and the urgency of the Black Lives Matter movement, Lee traverses through time to the devastating terrorist attacks of 9-11. This provocative series is an epic chronicle of life, loss, and survival in what Lee calls the greatest city on this god's earth. NYC Epicenters 9-11 to 2021.5 captures the flavor and heart of New York City, exploring its resilience and grit and affirming its innate ability to rebound, rebuild, and endure. We all know that New Yorkers are very resilient. They've been through a lot over the past two decades, and so this will definitely be interesting to see. With that, we can hop over to another project based on a movie that is getting a lot of hype. For those who don't know, Field of Dreams had a really cool tribute game last week between the Yankees and the White Sox. And now NBC has announced that they are creating a Field of Dreams show for their streaming service, Peacock. The project is going to be helmed by Mike Shore. Essentially, most of the most popular comedy shows over the past 10-15 years, Mike Shore has been involved in to some extent, and now he is taking on the 1989 baseball movie Field of Dreams, creating this series inspired by it. 
The NBC Universal Television and streaming president Lisa Katz said, It's whimsical and grounded, a space where Mike Schur excels, and we're looking forward to bringing a new version of this classic to Peacock. We've seen a lot of instances like this in the past few years of projects based on already existing IP getting a lot of hype, so... I know baseball fans, Field of Dreams fans, Mike Shore fans will be excited to hear about this. Our release date right now is TBD. And speaking of things that need to be announced, we're about to have a major gaming update. So according to those that are heavily involved in the gaming community, there is a Call of Duty Vanguard announcement imminent. When the words Call of Duty come to mind, gamers know one thing's for certain. A new year means we're due for a brand new entry in the long running series. That is certainly the case for 2021, as we now know that the next Call of Duty has been officially confirmed. Activision released an image and a teaser for the game, and it's known as Call of Duty Vanguard. The worldwide reveal of this game will take place within Call of Duty Warzone this Thursday, August 19th at 10.30 a.m. Pacific and 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Another update from the gaming world, the game Rainbow Six Siege has announced that it is getting its first transgender operator today. So the game Rainbow Six Siege is continuing to break down barriers by adding its first transgender operator, which is one of the playable characters. Her name is Osa, and she's classified as a two health, two speed, two difficulty character that relies on her signature Talon 8 clear shield for defense. They released a statement. The decision to create a transgender character was made early on as part of our initiative to have an inclusive roster of operators. The consultants, all of whom are trans people, wanted to make sure that Osa was presented as authentically and organically as possible. When we talk about telling people's stories and representation, it's important that the people telling the stories know the stories. And so uh, I'm really excited about this. And it's a, a really nice move from Ubisoft that is clearly not just a performance. It's actually a dedication to this kind of inclusivity. And I hope to see other organizations take note. Collectibles. A big update from the sports card world, and this weekend a new record was set. The Honus Wagner T206 has regained its status as the most expensive sports card ever sold, closing just after midnight at Robert Edward Auctions for $6.6 million, including the buyer's premium. This was midnight Sunday night into Monday morning. This particular example of arguably the hobby's most iconic card was one of the highest graded copies. It was an SGC3 and is one of only approximately 60 of the cards in existence. This final price tag topped the $5.2 million price that had been paid by entrepreneur and actor Rob G earlier this year for 1952 Mickey Mantle, graded a PSA 9, which was the record at the time, and it also surpassed an upper deck exquisite collection rookie patch auto LeBron James card that had sold for the same amount a few months later, and now to top it all, we've got this Honus Wagner card. Every few months we hear a new record, so who knows, I, maybe we're, I'm going to be hopping on in a couple months to talk about the next card that breaks the $7 million mark. We'll see. And with that, that's all we've got for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms. As always, you know, we'll be back tomorrow. Remember to stay curious. <laughs>